Hello and welcome to the Popcorn Junkies. Hello, welcome to the Popcorn Junkies. There we go, welcome to the Popcorn Junkies. We are reviewing Morbius. Mo oh, is it Morbius? What were you going to say? Mobius. Mo <laughs> no, Mobius strip is something that's an yeah. infinite kind of Mobius oh, but thing, they're, isn't they're it? Not dissimilar. No. Well, no, this is Morbius. Morbius. Starring Jared Leto. And in a, in a performance of absolute... Oddness. Oddness, but brilliance, Matt Smith. Matt Smith. Matt Smith, but also Jared Harris. It's, Jared the, it's the Harris. Jared movie. It is Jared. Um, so this is Morbius. This is part of the Sony side of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. It's from the side of the Marvel Cinematic Universe that gave us Spider, or gives us Spider-Man mm -hmm. and gives us Venom. So it's Sony Marvel, which is distinct from Disney Marvel. Oh, interesting. And yet the, the realms intersect. Oh. And that's why when we, we went to a fan screening of we it. We did, Subs. It was really, really good. And Jared Leto was there. In fact, why don't we drop him in now? Yeah, in his, in his bright coloured yeah. jacket. Let's drop him in. Drop him in. Yeah. A fashion icon, an all-round global superstar, London, join me in raising the roof off the Odeon as we welcome the one and only Jared Leto! Wow. London! How you doing? Drunk as usual. <laughs> Thank you guys uh, so much for coming out. It's really good to see you. Um, we know that you could be at home doing nothing. <laughs> uh, but uh, it's not a bad way to spend a Thursday night. Um, super proud to be uh, putting this film out. Um, you know, I think we delayed it about seven times over the past couple of years. But uh, we're very proud of it. It's the first time Morbius has been on the big screen. Uh, and it was a really special journey. So. Thank you for being here. Uh, I hope you had fun tonight. Um, I'll find a seat somewhere next to you if you want to come and give me your review. <laughs> During the movie, that's what I'm doing. Uh, just tell me what you think. Um, and save a little popcorn for me, will you? He's dropped in. Mark will do that. We've okay. just seen him. Okay, okay, yes. Did you like him? Hi, Jared. Yeah. <laughs> Um, okay, so this is Morbius. This is obviously it's been me and Nadia saw the first trailer for this back in something like 2020. So because oh. of COVID, it's been really delayed. Um, it's directed by Daniel Espinosa, which is of little significance until you realise that he's the. Sorry. Until you realise he he was the director of Life, the sci-fi oh. film starring Jake Gyllenhaal, which was one of my favourite favourite sci-fi horror films. I thought oh, it was yeah. excellent. With Amy Adams. No, no, no. Jessica I... Chastain, I think. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. Um, so it was a brilliant, that was a brilliant film. So anyway, it's directed by Daniel Espinosa. Um, it stars Jared Leto, Matt Smith, Jared Harris. This is the story of Morbius the Living Vampire. And we meet Morbius, obviously, before he's a living vampire, as mm. a child with his best mate, who will eventually become the Matt Smith character. They're in a boarding school. They're both suffering with a blood disease, blood disorder. Um, limping around. Limping around, absolutely. Struggling, uh, once getting bullied, all this kind of stuff. And then we sort of flash forward. So we've set up that there's yeah. this bond and there's this connection. Yeah, yeah. I think Morbius, as a child, saves him from his blood pump. Yeah, or something, and they've both got amazing cheekbones. Yeah, do you remember there was that moment where Jared Harris said, this little spring saved yes, your life? Yes, yes, yes. I thought that was sort of strangely undramatic. No, no, I thought it was good. Did you? Yeah. It's like the nuts and bolts of survival. Yeah. Um, and so we jump further on in life, and, and Morbius, Jared Leto, is a scientist who's winning the Nobel Prize because he's developed a sort of fake blood in, in his attempts to cure himself. He's inadvertently created a fake blood that helps lots of people in different ways. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But obviously he's still looking for a way to cure himself. Yes. Isn't he? His terrible yes. blood disease. Yes. And in this process, we have something that I thought was incredibly COVID-like. COVID-like. and also What does he do? 
Well, he, he, by using mice, he turned into something else. Mice? Well, they, they were using mice as, as their experiments. But what? <laughs> they were using bats. Oh, it bats. Was it bats? No, but they were using mice at some point. <laughs> <laughs> they were injecting mice with yeah. bat blood. Yeah, exactly. So bats and mice. Bats and mice. Yes, they're the so he's injecting himself and all this kind of stuff and it's not working then it isn't working and then suddenly it is working yeah. but of course the trade-off as is always the way with these superheroes is he has to become a living vampire and he has to sustain himself on the blood of others yeah so it's, it's essentially a vampire maybe isn't it Mum? it is and so in that respect it's like dracula it and also like dr jekyll and mr hyde exactly and there was no oh you know what it reminded me of as we were watching it the fly there was a bit of that. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you're right, because in all that sort of science lab kind of testing on myself, trying to kind of improve myself, I mean, I thought his physicality, I mean, Jared Lester always does stuff that's physically quite challenging. Yeah. You know, if you think of him in yeah. Dallas Buyers Club. Yeah. And in this, he was apparently on set, they were often concerned that he would never come out come of out the contorted his, yeah. sort of limping and that they yeah. needed a physio on set to kind of yeah. help him. I thought his commitment to that was great. Uh, absolutely. But there was a curious moment when he first injected himself. There was, where, I mean, I don't know whether it was a camera shot or what it was but the camera pulled back there's his head and then suddenly there's a chest that is worthy of the rock and um it was strange took up the whole screen yeah, but he was so smooth he was smooth but also it so clearly did not go with anything else i mean i was looking at it thinking is this his body i know they didn't they didn't really sort of it was a bit of a preening moment didn't you think because if it is his body it was going look at me on i amazing yeah but they didn't stick on it long no, i think no. somebody in the background in the, in the edit was going no 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 we yeah can't no have no we only that. saw it the once didn't we yeah we did so he kind of you know whilst doing experiments on a tanker ship out at sea he yeah, that's where he successfully kind Which of managed his life it is like Dracula, yeah. it's also a bit like Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah. And and so he becomes this sort of echo, what's it called? Echo... Oh yeah, uh, what is that what stuff is that, that called? Have... Echo, echo location. Echo location. And he has these little kind of, sort of little things here Which that when he hears stuff... fascinating things about that. Fascinating. No, seriously. Yeah, no, no, especially as you can't hear. <laughs> I can't. Nanny Dye can't hear out one ear and Jared Leto can hear everything. Yeah, yeah. She, he, he could probably hear the fact that you can't hear. Let me just say this, because one of the reasons I mentioned The Fly is that... I thought this film, say, taking in comparison Venom or various yeah. other things, was much more restrained. I thought it restrainedly told us the story of him transferring to um, a vampire far more. I mean, we only got the sideways look in him looking like Michael Jackson. Quite a long time after It was a bit like a scene from Thriller. <laughs> it was just like... <laughs> I was expecting him to break out and to eat it. Uh, eat it, but I chose to ignore that. But, yeah. I mean... Yeah, so we're just looking up to the side about halfway through the film. <laughs> I mean, I have to confess, I thought the CGI moments, they, they'd used the same technique that they used in Lord of the Rings years ago with Ian Holm, oh. when he saw the ring and his face went, oh, okay. you know, and it's kind of like, I thought, although it was quite comic-y, I thought it was quite convincing. I did. Yeah. That's what I mean by comparing it to, I mean, it won't be a secret for Substance, no. I didn't like Venom at all, but I didn't think Venom was ever convincing. No. But... But this I did find convincing. It got me. Right. Yeah. You like the character of Michael Morgan? I did, yeah. yeah. I was I prepared not to, but he won me over. He talked all the way through it in hushed tones. Yeah, because he's a serious scientist. He's a serious scientist. Yeah. I've got, I mean, I, th I did find at times that it was it took itself overly seriously. Yeah, maybe. If, you, maybe, if, if there's maybe. such a, a way of saying it. I'll tell you what I thought, because I we saw Venom, you hated it. I thought it was all right. Yeah. Let there be carnage. I think there's a new genre of superhero film, which is what I call the B-movie superhero film. Oh, yeah. And I think this sat within that. It's like they take, they, they don't spend a lot of time getting going. They get cracking. They chuck a load of CGI at it. Yeah. It sort of, it's like a dog with a toy shaking it furiously. Okay. It trots along. Good enough. And no sooner do you think, actually, I'm getting a bit tired of this than it ends. 
Okay. Do you know what I mean? I, I think because although Venom was, I, I thought, poorer than the first Venom, Venom Let There Be Carnage wasn't as good as the first, they don't overstay their welcome. No, no. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's almost like before you can think, this isn't very good, they've got out. So you go, that was all right. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, yeah. no, no, absolutely. Forgetting Mobius, Morbius in this film for a second, let me just re let me just assure everybody that goes to see it that worth the price of admission alone is the Matt Smith character. Well, this is the thing, Matt Smith's character. Now, I thought there was an interesting thematic thing here, which was there was a scene where uh, Morbius has developed this idea to kind of prolong his life, but it comes with a terrible trade-off, which is yes. the Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Yes. Hyde type, ch uh, you know, morphing into this monster. Um, I thought I thought the film did a good job of showing how difficult that is, like the Jekyll and Hyde. It mm. was a bit of that sort of American wealth in London thing, like what yeah. does he do when he's out of character, when he's in the vampire mode? Yeah. How does he how does he square that with his real life yeah. and his girlfriend and all yeah. that kind of stuff? I like all of that. I liked all of that. And then Matt Smith, his friend, as a grown up, who's the you know the grown up boy that he was in hospital with as a child. He's kind of like, well, hang on, I want a bit of this. Yeah. How can you be the person who decides? And I thought there was some ethical point there. Oh, did you? Yeah, well, I thought, yeah. I mean, if he knows he can survive, why can't he survive in some way? I suppose so, yeah. Yeah, I didn't buy the ethics of that at all. I was too busy looking at Matt Smith dancing around with his stupid. I have to confess, I thought Matt Smith on crutches was not as convincing as Jared Leto on crutches. But... Is there going to be a putt? But... He's danced. But when Matt dancing. Smith... So Matt Smith finds himself taking all the stuff mm. and essentially joins the party. He yeah. wants to be a, as much of a Jekyll and Hyde yeah. as old Jared Leto. Yeah. If you're having some, I'm having some. Yeah. And so he takes some and he gets some. And he transforms into... What is he transforming Well, he transforms into his own sort of vampire. Yeah. And... A more comedic vampire I've never known. No, with good dance moves. <laughs> <laughs> he moonwalks, he slaps it on, yeah. he goes out on the pool. Yeah, He's, but I he, loved him. I thought he was great. I mean, yeah. he was a brilliant villain, and I have to confess, this is a spoiler review. I have to confess... Wasn't this that is... about midway through the film? Yes, it was. It sort of lifted me up completely. Yeah, that yeah it really did, and I thought he was a much-needed villain comic foil yeah. to the whole thing. Because whereas in the beginning you didn't really know where he was going to yeah. fit in at all, that scene, because yeah. Jared Leto, you know, quite rightly in some ways, takes it very seriously, and yeah. his voice and he's the scientist and everything else. And Matt Smith was totally off the wall in that yeah, scene. Yeah, 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 absolutely. And you've got this, all the way through, you've got this constant sort of pulsing beat of these two detectives trying to kind of square things oh, together yes. they kind of reminded me together they were a bit like jeffrey wright in batman yes they were sort of shuffling around going this isn't right this yes. isn't good yeah uh, here's an exploded body because when they killed people they they vaporized them yes. didn't they they sort of yeah, what was that about? i don't know that was really strange what did you think about uh, i'm sort of dashing there's a lot of hallucinogenic special effects in it weren't there because of well, the echolocation oh is that what it oh, you know they'd be the pulse and when you saw the kind of colour of the city, that was them picking up. Oh, I, know, okay. I quite liked all of that. But you know, like when they did dissolve or when they attacked or when whatever happened, there was this sort of... Oh, they'd speed and then they'd slow. Yeah. Speed now, that, and then... that is, was like the Matrix, the first Matrix. Yes. Which it didn't re re recreate in the, in the yeah. last one. But I thought that was great. Yeah, I have to say, I thought... Because although they're, you can see they're sort of cheaper than the Avengers special effects. I have to say, the Avengers special effects weren't all that good. Um, I quite liked the CGI. I felt like they were almost sort of hallucinogenic with yeah, the CGI. It's okay. almost like the battiness of them and the echolocation and all yeah. that stuff. The yeah. sort of bat senses allowed them to go quite psychedelic. Yeah. And I and liked when they're that. going to attack or doing their karate yeah. stance or whatever and they're in the air, yeah. you get that lovely sort of, you know... I, I did feel that they could have almost... They sacrificed real character development yeah. for, for brevity of plot. Yeah. And, and it was like someone had a clock going and they're like, let's quickly get to the end of this. Yeah. Because, you know, you had like Jared Harris played their sort of father figure. Yeah. 
he was dealt with really quite rapidly. I mean, he's he a fabulous actor. And I mean, he yeah. could have given a lot more depth to that. Yeah. Matt Smith was, it was a brilliant turn by Matt Smith. I mean, at times he didn't need too much prosthetics because he's got that remarkable face he's as got, it is. Absolutely. Yeah, not. yeah. And so, you know, there's a bit of a face off between them. So Matt Smith is the seat, is the villain in this. But what I, lo I do love about all these superheroes is that they, they cradle good and evil. Yeah, of course. And there was a real parallel between Morbius and Venom. You know, yeah. so that's all, almost yeah, yeah, split yeah, yeah, personality, yeah, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, and so it sort of that's it really. It sort of builds to an end, and then it, and then you're sort of left with this having resolved the problem between him and Matt Smith. We won't yeah. say how. Um, you have this indication that something's happening to his girlfriend. Yes. And then in the post-credit scene, you have a moment that every Spider-Man fan screamed with joy at in the in the cinema, which was Michael Keaton who plays Vulture. Yes. Which I think the reason everyone's excited is because he's so. Uh, embedded within the Spider-Man side of things. Okay. This is clearly the suggestion of forthcoming Spider-Man versus, I think they're called the Sinister Six, of which oh. Morbius and Vulture, I think, are two. Currently I mean, I didn't know, I mean, I knew it was Michael Keaton. Oh, please, you did. Yeah, <laughs> and he had the cheekbones to Oh, he really did, and he had the head for it. He did, <laughs> he did. but I wasn't exactly sure where he fitted into the group, but except that I knew he did. Yeah, squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. So, you know, did it work for you, Mum? I thoroughly enjoyed it, and far more, because Jared Leto can be not enjoyable to watch because yeah. he's working so hard. I felt in this that he was absolutely right for the part. You get the extra bonus of Matt Smith. I, within its own um, parameters, I understood it, yes. which up to a point is important. I mean, yeah, yeah, it is kind of. Yeah, yeah. and um, yeah, and I liked all the sort of, um, again, sort of showing allegiance somehow to the fly where he was turning into the bats. Yeah. Had just had the echolocation and you had the whole back thing. I mm. liked. I liked all of that. Yeah, I thought it wasn't afraid to. Sometimes these films are too afraid to have really horrible, grisly deaths. But I thought there was a great, like the nurse who died in the corridor. Yeah, I thought there were some nice, quite scary scenes. Yeah, because at one point I thought in the first 15, 20 minutes I thought, fucking hell, they've thrown everything at this already. Where can they move to? Yeah, and I think Matt Smith does land at the the right point. And his sort of character just gives you that lift sort of towards yeah. the end of the second act almost. Yeah, that's right. Um, that's and right. then carries you carries that's you through right. to the end. I think it was a good setting up. I, I mean, if I'm honest, it's got really bad reviews everywhere. That's it. Yeah, yeah. I mean everyone's saying it's a turkey and it's a piece oh. of shit. Uh, on Rotten Tomatoes, it's got let me just find on Rotten Tomatoes, it's got fifteen percent. Oh no, <laughs> that's not fair. Fifteen percent. That's about as low as it gets. That's um, you're not liking Jared yeah. Leto, don't you? Uh, right down to uh, people saying Michael Keaton's Morbius moment is everything terrible about Hollywood's IP decline. Uh, oh. Is Jared Leto's Spider-Man spin-off any good? No. <laughs> Morbius sucks the fun and charm out of the vampire story, says Vox. Okay. Um, uh, he did take himself very seriously. Yeah, absolutely. The Independent says Morbius uh, is a work of shameless corporate desperation. Oh, God. So it's been absolutely hammered. Yeah, but what I would say is, I, th I do think it's one of those films where everyone's come in with a prejudgment of Jared Leto. It's mm. been plagued, literally, with, uh, you know, delay after delay after delay. And, and my defence of it would be precisely what I said at the beginning with, which is, it's a disposable superhero B-movie. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't think it's up there with the kind of biggies, you know, no. so it's not a biggie. Maybe but that's why he's being trawled out, Jared Leto, at, at the beginning of all these to, to lift it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And I thought, thought that worked a bit because I thought. Well, he's had a tough time because everyone found him appealing, didn't they? In House yeah, of Gucci, but he looks laughable. Apart, oh, he, he looks like he had a man crush on he's him. Amazing, His eyeshadow was yeah, amazing. Yeah. So, yeah, so what are you going to score it, Mark? Okay. In terms of, again, taking it at its own. On know, its own terms. On its own terms. Yeah. I would give it 
58. Okay, 58. So not quite 60. No. I, I've and most of, most, <laughs> no, and most of that would go towards massive. <laughs> <laughs> um, I thought it was, I, I mean, I think it missed some of it. It wasn't subtle in any way. No, not at all. Um, I don't could, mind not being subtle. No, 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 I don't. I think it could have had a bit more characterization. It was lovely being there for the fan screening. I thought it, it's never a good sign when every scene has a low malevolent hum of music driving yeah. it. I, f I found it, it didn't have confidence in letting scenes sit because actually there was not a lot for it to sit with. Yeah, that's very true. And so what they tried to do, and it's an age old tactic and technique with anything, which is a bit maybe saggy, mm. is chuck some sort of menacing mu music underneath yeah. it and it will lift you from scene to yeah. scene. scene. Yeah. It was definitely at its best with Matt Smith. I think Jared Leto needed a bit more, I think his character needed a bit more light and shade. Yeah. I mean, literally yeah. between being a bat and being, you know, a doctor. Um, I thought the body sort of horror stuff was good. I liked all the kind of change in his body. I was getting American Werewolf yeah, vibes. Yeah, except for the chest, which except for, it, came from a different film. Except for his like, waxed chest exactly. moment. It was exactly. bizarre. I would probably give it... <clears throat> 52. Oh, not that different. No, about 52. It's, my, it's diverting. It's it diverting and, it, and it's silly. And, it um, and I like the idea of a vampire superhero. Well, I do too. And plus the fact, I mean... On top of that, on top of the Matt Smith, I give it what I gave it for the deaths and the and the Yeah, the deaths scenes. were good. They were. Yeah, lots of lots of blood sucked heads. Yeah, you know, I like, like. There you go, guys. For more film and family fun, don't forget to click the subscribe button and make sure to click the bell to never miss an update.